Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Hello and welcome on this, our first Friday podcast episode. It's a cold, windy, rainy evening here in San Francisco, but then who am I to complain after what uh, you folks on the East Coast are getting with this epic nor'easter atmospheric polar vortex bomb thing, whatever it's called these days. Um, anyway, let's just dive in. Uh, I've only got sort of one thing I want to discuss uh, because A, it's uh, Friday and B, I'm sure you've got better things to do. Uh, but do stick around to the end because I have sort of a surprise for you, which I think you'll get a kick out of. Um, I say surprise in the loosest sense of the word, but in any event, curious to see what you think. I think you'll like it. Um, so... All I really want to discuss today is this, again, it's kind of this recurring theme. Um, th- there was this question I stumbled across uh, on Quora, you know, why do we need driverless cars, autonomous cars, self-driving cars, whatever you want to call them. Um, and it wasn't really the question so much that, that, that bothered me, rather it was one of the answers that got to me. Um, and I'm not going to give any names, at least not here on the podcast. My intent is not to ridicule or be condescending to anybody, although admittedly, of course, I wrote my own answer, and of course, I reference this person by name. Um, But look, let's just discuss this, okay? I mean, the answer that I took issue with uh, is that basically we don't need self-driving cars at all, that it's really just sort of a vocal minority of the population that's trying to really push their uh, adoption, that they're not really about safety, it's about convenience, it's about making more money, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to suggest for a second that self-driving cars aren't all about making additional money. Obviously, they are. Um, And indeed, I think that's probably a very, okay, I think it's a huge driving factor. But it's not the first driving factor. And in any event, it's certainly not a significant driving factor with respect to what will cause autonomous cars to really pick up steam with you know, with uh, consumers. I mean, the, the question is, you know, your average person going to drive, a, going to go buy a car is not going to think to themselves, hmm, I wonder whether this car will make a lot of money for, you know, this company. No, they're going to think, well, how does this car benefit me? And so the driving factor for commu- uh, consumers like you and me is going to be, well, safety. And in fact, that's what we see. Now, there's several factors. I just want to run through them kind of quick. But look, the first most important reason for self-driving cars is indeed safety. So here's the deal, right? We lose about 3,000 lives every month here in the United States alone. If that number sounds familiar, it's exactly more or less what we lost during the 9-11 attacks. Uh, I'm sure you've heard me mention this before. Um, And that's a horrifically large number of people. Um, Indeed, driving a car, as you probably know, is the most dangerous thing most of us do every day. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. What's shockingly alarming about this number, though, is not that 
I mean, yes, 3000 a month is an awful number. It's an awesome, it's an awful thing indeed. But what's really, really alarming about this is that more than 90% of the accidents that result in those 3000 lost lives every month are caused by driver error. So what we can conclude then is that driving is indeed catastrophically dangerous and that we humans just totally suck at driving. Um, next up efficiency. Um, when you have self-driving cars, it's going to essentially remove the stigma associated with commuting to work. Because remember, with self-driving cars, um, driving time will now actually become sleeping time or, for better or worse, working time. Uh, you won't need to do the actual driving. I mean, this is a huge, huge efficiency boost in our lives. Uh, for urban design, autonomous cars will have a huge impact. Um, suburbs will no longer have you know, will no longer be subject to what's arguably one of their greatest drawbacks being really, really far from urban cores, typically. Um, because since commuting will no longer be a thing, it'll not, th then the whole act of commuting will no longer be a detriment to living in a suburb. Uh, traffic is going to be hugely improved. Um, now you'll be able to have cars driving very, very close together at very, very high velocity in perfect harmony like a swarm of bees. This will have the dual effect of both increasing traffic flow uh, while increasing the volume of cars on the road. So it's going to be an exponential gain all around. Financially, it's going to be a huge boost as well, which again goes to the whole point of why consumers really need to give a damn about this and really will start to demand it very, very quickly uh, as they realize the awesome, awesome potential gains here. Um, cars typically sit... 99% of the time unused. We only use them 1% of their time. That's a pretty hopelessly awful metric for a rapidly deteriorating, <laughs> I was going to say depreciating, but deteriorating works, uh, for a hopelessly depreciating uh, thing. This is uh, really, really bad. So, well, the point is that now, instead of just being parked in a parking lot, your autonomous car will be able to drive around and pick people up and generate money for you, which leads to the next point, passive income. Optimally, your self-driving car, by virtue of picking up passengers and dropping them off, an autonomous personalized Uber of sorts, um, it will result in effectively a negative cost of ownership, or to state that in the far simpler inverted sense, uh, it'll generate money for you instead of costing you money. I mean, this is awesome. The last two points are largely social matters. <clears throat> um, First of which is insurance. Uh, because self-driving cars will effectively have no more accidents, or at least because people will no longer be injured in the few accidents that occur, uh, car insurance is really not going to be a thing anymore, at least not in its present form. I think what we'll see probably is <clears throat> virtually all insurance claims being shifted to maybe the, the car manufacturers themselves uh, rather than to the owners of the cars. I think it was Volvo who said that they would claim full response, full liability for any accidents caused by their self-driving cars. I mean, that's pretty amazing. Um, medical insurance, too, then, should also drop, if not entirely, certainly a great deal, because, indeed, again, you know, as we've seen, uh, the vast majority of, <clears throat> of injuries of medical costs are the result of car accidents. So this is going to have a huge, huge uh, change in the medical industry. Uh, insurance as well. So next up, driving fines and fractions and speeding tickets. There's not much that needs to be said here, but look, uh, 
all moving all moving violations and frankly i think even parking tickets will just become a thing of the past because they just won't happen anymore and so this is going to kind of have a pretty profound impact on law enforcement as a whole um and i guess has a potentially adverse effect which is that as we know moving uh, violations make up a huge chunk of cities revenues so it'll be interesting to see how cities compensate for this i I don't know what's going to happen. I imagine it's going to have th- th- there's going to be some sort of a new tax based on miles driven. I'm almost certain of this, especially since as more cars move to uh, electricity and revenue from gasoline tax uh, starts to decrease over time as well. So I think that's probably what we'll see a uh, a mileage based tax system for better or worse. Um, so anyway, I could keep going, but I think you get the idea. It's just that arguing that, you know, whether we need self-driving cars, <clears throat> sort of like arguing whether we needed to replace the horse and buggy or whether we needed ABS or, or traction control or, uh, you know, seatbelts. It, it just doesn't make any sense. It's just a silly, silly question with an even more silly argument. So let's just put it behind us and really embrace where things are headed. Um, so that's that. Now for the little sort of surprise I promised you, um, I wanted to try a thing where every Friday we sign off with a sort of an open invite to you where you can suggest topics or ask questions about which you'd like me to kick off Monday morning discussing. So there you have it. Um, if you want to leave me some some ideas for discussion for Monday or if you have any particular questions that you think would result in some good discussion for Monday morning, uh, please just go ahead and leave them here at the end, and I'll be sure to listen to each and every one of them and pick one or several um, for discussion on Monday morning. So uh, go ahead, and I'm eager to see what you what you have for me. All right, with that said, that's a wrap. Have a uh, wonderful, swell rest of the evening and a great weekend ahead. Thanks so much for listening. Bye-bye.